O Vaishnava devotees of the Lord, <clears throat> welcome back <clears throat> to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We read Srila Prabhupada's books every day out loud uh, so that we can hear them loud and clear. Um, in this age we're living in, it isn't so easy to read in the normal way to keep the mind uh, engaged and read with comprehension, etc. But this process of hearing, uh, which Krishna uh, repeated to Arjuna at least 30 times in the Bhagavad Gita, please hear, please hear, now I'm going to explain to you even more, please hear, this hearing process uh, is uh, an infallible way to keep the mind engaged and concentrated and it is as good as meditation if we hear properly. So this process has uh, been given to us by Srila Prabhupada and his books contain the answers, the solutions to all our problems individually and collectively. Uh, so let us have full faith in Srila Prabhupada's books and continue to hear them together. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotra by Srila Sanatana Goswami explains in a nutshell uh, why this is true about the Srimad Bhagavatam. It goes like this Sarva Shashabdi Piyusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja. Sarvalokaikadrikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Shri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Shri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadana Manistadagamad Bhagya my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadu dadayin atini chuchata kada hanamunchakada chin mam premna rit kantayoksbuddha. O bestower of saintliness <clears throat> to the unsaintly, 
O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the 30th chapter of the 4th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and the Prachetas are offering their prayers to the Lord. After the Lord appeared to them, uh, after they performed severe austerities uh, together. We're beginning with text 37. Dear Lord, your personal associates, devotees, wander all over the world to purify even the holy places of pilgrimage. Is not such activity pleasing to those who are actually afraid of material existence? Purport. There are two kinds of devotees. One is called Goshyanandi and the other Bhajananandi. The word Bhajananandi refers to the devotee who does not move but remains in one place. Such a devotee is always engaged in the devotional service of the Lord. He chants the Mahamantra as taught by many acharyas and sometimes goes out for preaching work. The Goshyanandi is one who desires to increase the number of devotees all over the world. He travels all over the world just to purify the world and the people residing in it. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advised Pritiviti achi yata nagadadi gram sarvatra prachar hoibe morenam. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu <clears throat> wanted his followers to move all over the world to preach in every town and village. In the Chaitanya Sampradaya, those who strictly follow the principles of Lord Chaitanya must travel all over the world to preach the message of Lord Chaitanya which is the same as preaching the words of Krishna, Bhagavad-gītā and Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. The more the devotees preach the principles of Krishna-gatā, the more people throughout the world will benefit. Devotees like the great sage Nārada, who travel all over <coughs> to preach, are called Goshyanandi. Nārada Muni is always wandering throughout the universe just to create different types of devotees. Narada even made a hunter a devotee. He also made Dhruva Maharaj and Prahlad Maharaj devotees. Actually, all devotees are indebted to the great sage Narada, for he has wandered both in heaven and in hell. A devotee of the Lord is not afraid is not even afraid of hell. He goes to preach the glories of the Lord everywhere, even in hell, because there is no distinction between heaven and hell for a devotee. Narayana padaksarve na kutas chani bibhyati 
sarva sarga pavarga narakeshu apitulyarta darshinaha. A pure devotee of Narayana is never afraid of going anywhere and everywhere. For him, heaven and hell are one and the same. Srimad Bhagavatam 6.17.28 Such devotees wander all over the world. Deliver those such devotees wandering all over the world deliver those who are actually afraid of this material existence. Some people are already disgusted with material existence, being confused and frustrated by material enjoyment. And some people who are intelligent are interested in understanding the Supreme Lord. Both may take advantage of the pure devotee who wanders throughout the world. When a pure devotee goes to a place of pilgrimage, he desires to purify that holy place of pilgrimage. <clears throat> Many sinful men bathe in the holy waters of the places of pilgrimage. They take their baths in the waters of the Ganges and Yamuna at places such as Prayag, Vrindavan and Mathura. In this way the sinful men are purified, but their sinful actions and reactions remain at the holy places of pilgrimage. When a devotee comes to take his bath in those places of pilgrimage, the sinful reactions left by the sinful men are neutralized by the devotee. Tirti kurvanti tirtani swantak stenagada prita Bhagavatam 1.13.10 Because the devotee always carries <clears throat> the Supreme Personality of Godhead within his heart, wherever he goes, becomes a place of pilgrimage, a holy place for understanding the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is therefore the duty of everyone to associate with a pure devotee and thus attain freedom from material contamination. Everyone should take advantage of the wandering devotees whose only business is to deliver conditioned souls from the clutches of Maya. Text 38 Dear Lord, by virtue of a moment's association with Lord Shiva, who is very dear to you and who is your most intimate friend, we were fortunate to attain you. You are the most expert physician <clears throat> capable of treating the incurable disease of material existence. On account of our great fortune, we have been able to take shelter at your lotus feet. Purport <clears throat> It has been said, Harim bina nam ritim tadanti Without taking shelter of the lotus feet of the Personality of Godhead, one cannot attain relief from the clutches of Maya, the repetition of birth, old age, disease, and death. The Prachetas received the shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead by the grace of Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva is the Supreme Devotee of Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vaishnavana Yata Shambhu The most exalted Vaishnava is Lord Shiva. 
and those who are actually devotees of Lord Shiva follow Lord Shiva's advice and take shelter at the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu. The so-called devotees of Lord Shiva, who are simply after material prosperity, are in a way deceived by Lord Shiva. He does not actually deceive them because Lord Shiva has no business deceiving people, but because the so-called devotees of Lord Shiva want to be deceived, Lord Shiva, who is very easily pleased, allows them all kinds of material benedictions. These benedictions might ironically result in the destruction of the so-called devotees. For instance, Ravana took all material benediction from Lord Shiva, but the result was that he was ultimately destroyed with his family, kingdom and everything else because he misused Lord Shiva's benediction. Because of his material power, he became very proud and puffed up so that he dared kidnap, kidnap the wife of Lord Ramachandra. In this way, he was ruined. To get material benedictions from Lord Shiva is not difficult, but actually, these are not benedictions. The Prachetas received benediction from Lord Shiva and as a result, they attained the shelter of the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu. This is real benediction. The gopis also worship Lord Shiva in Vrindavan and the Lord is still staying there as Gopishwara. The gopis, however, prayed that Lord Shiva bless them by giving them Lord Krishna as their husband. There is no harm in worshipping the demigods, provided that one's aim is to return home, back to Godhead. Generally, people go to the demigods for material benefit, as indicated in Bhagavad Gita 7.20. Kamaistaistair rittagyanaha rittagyanak prabhajantain yadevataha tang tang niyamamastaya prakritya niyatak swaya Those whose minds are distorted by material desires, surrender unto demigods, and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures. One enamored with material benefits is called Ritya one who has lost his intelligence. In this connection, it, be, it, it is to be noted that sometimes in revealed scriptures, Lord Shiva is described as being non-different from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The point is that Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu are so intimately connected that there is no difference in opinion. The actual fact is Ekale Ishwara Krishna Arasabhavritya The only Supreme Master is Krishna and all, and all others are His devotees or servants. C.C. Adi 5.142 This is the real fact and there is no difference of opinion between Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu in this connection. Nowhere in revealed scripture does Lord Shiva claim to be equal to Lord Vishnu. This is simply the creation 
of the so-called devotees of Lord Shiva who claim that Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu are one. This is strictly forbidden in the Vaishnava Tantra. Yastu Narayanam Devam Lord Vishnu, Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma are intimately connected as master and servants. Shiva Vrindji Nutam Vishnu is honored and offered obeisances by Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma. To consider that they are all equal is a great offense. They are all equal in the sense that Lord Vishnu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and all others are His eternal servants. Texts 39 and 40 Dear Lord, <clears throat> we have studied the Vedas, accepted his spiritual master, <clears throat> and offered respect to brahmanas, advanced devotees, and aged personalities who are spiritually very advanced. We have offered our respects to them, and we have not been envious of any brother, friends, or anyone else. We have also undergone severe austerities within the water and have not taken food for a long time. All these spiritual assets of ours are simply offered for your satisfaction. We pray for this benediction only and nothing more. Purport As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, Sang Siddhir Haritoshanam the real perfection of life is pleasing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vedaish Chasarvar Aham Eva Vedyaha. In understanding the Vedas, one has to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One who has actually understood Him surrenders unto Him after many, many births. We find all these qualifications in the Prachetas. They underwent severe austerities and penances within the water and they did not take any food for a very long time. They practiced these austerities not for material benediction but for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord. One may engage in any business, material or spiritual, but the purpose should be the satisfaction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This verse presents a perfect picture of Vedic civilization. People training to become devotees should be respectful, not only to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but also to those who are elderly in knowledge, who are Aryans and actual devotees of the Lord. An Aryan is one who does not boast but is an actual devotee of the Lord. Aryan means advanced. Formerly those who claimed to be Aryans had to be devoted had to be devotees of the Lord. For instance, in Bhagavad Gita two two, Krishna chastised Arjun for saying that he was speaking by saying that he was speaking like a non Aryan. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha, 
kutastva kashmalamidam vishame samupastitam anarya jushtam asvargyam akirti karamarjuna. Pardon me. The Supreme Person, Bhagavan, said, My dear Arjuna, how have these impurities come upon you? They are not at all befitting a man who knows the progressive values of life. They do not lead to higher planets, but to infamy. Arjuna, the Chatriya, was refusing to fight despite his being directly ordered by the Supreme Lord. Thus he was chastised by the Lord as belonging to an, a non-Aryan family. <clears throat> Anyone who is advanced in the devotional service of the Lord certainly knows his duty. It does not matter whether his duty is violent or non-violent. If it is sanctioned and ordered by the Supreme Lord, it must be performed. An Aryan performs his duty. It is not that the Aryans are unnecessarily inimical to living entities. The Aryans never maintain slaughterhouses and they are never enemies of poor animals. The Prachetas underwent severe austerities for many, many years, even within the water. Accepting austerities and penances is the avowed business of those interested in advanced civilization. The word nirandasam means without food. Eating voraciously and unnecessarily is not the business of an Aryan. Rather, the eating process should be restricted as far as possible. When Aryans eat, they eat only prescribed eatables. Regarding this, the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita 9.26 Patram pushpam palam toyam Yomi bhaktya priyachtiti tadaham bhaktyuparitam ashnami priyatatmanaha. If one offers me with love and devotion a leaf, a flower, fruit, or water, I will accept it. Thus there are restrictions for the advanced Aryans. Although the Lord Himself can eat anything and everything, He, respect, he restricts Himself to vegetables, fruits, milk, and so on. <clears throat> this verse thus describes the activities of those who claim to be Aryans. Text 41 <clears throat> Dear Lord, even great yogis and mystics <clears throat> who are very much advanced by virtue of austerities and knowledge and to have completely situated themselves in pure existence as well as great personalities like Manu, Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva cannot fully understand <clears throat> your glories and potencies. Nonetheless, they have offered their prayers according to their own capacities. In the same way, we although much lower than those these personalities, also offer our prayers according to our own capacity, capability. Purport Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, Manu, the father of mankind, 
great saintly persons and also great sages who have elevated themselves to the transcendental platform through austerities and penance as well as devotional service are imperfect in knowledge compared to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is the case with anyone within this material world. No one can be equal to the Supreme Lord in anything, certainly not in knowledge. Consequently, anyone's prayer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead is never complete. It is not possible to measure the complete glories of the Supreme Lord, who is unlimited. Even the Lord Himself, in His incarnation as Ananta or Shesha, cannot describe His own glories. Although Ananta has, has many thousands of faces and has been glorifying the Lord for many, many years, He could not find the limit of the glories of the Lord. Thus it is not possible to estimate the complete potencies and glories of the Supreme Lord. Nonetheless, everyone in devotional service can offer essential prayers to the Lord. Everyone is situated in a relative position and no one is perfect in glorifying the Lord. Beginning with Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva down to ourselves, everyone is the servant of the Supreme Lord. We are all situated in relative positions according to our own karma. Yet every one of us can offer prayers with heart and soul as far as we can appreciate the Lord's glories. That is our perfection. Even when one is in the darkest region of existence, he is allowed to offer prayers to the Lord according to his own capacity. The Lord therefore says, in Bhagavad-gītā 9.32 Mām hi pārta vipāśritya ye pīsyu pāpajyoniyaha striyo vaiśyās tata śūdras tepiyanti param gatim O Sanaprita, those who take shelter in me, though they be of lower birth, women, vaiśyas, merchants, as well as śūdras, workers, can approach the supreme destination. If one seriously accepts the lotus feet of the Lord, he is purified by the grace of the Lord and by the grace of the Lord's servant. This is confirmed by Shukadev Goswami, Yen ye chapapa yadabhashrayashrayaha shujyanti tasmai prabhavishnave namaha Bhagavatam 2, 4, 18 One who was brought under the lotus feet of the Lord by the endeavor of the Lord's servant, the spiritual master, is certainly immediately purified, however low-born he may be. He becomes eligible to return home, back to Godhead. Text 42 Dear Lord, you have no enemies or friends, <clears throat> therefore you are equal to everyone. You cannot be contaminated by sinful activities and your transcendental form is always beyond the material creation. You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead because you remain everywhere 
within all existence. You are consequently known as Vasudeva. We offer you our respectful obeisances. Purport The Supreme Personality of Godhead is known as Vasudeva because He lives everywhere. The word Vas means to live. As stated in Brahma Sangita, Eko Pyasao Rachayitum Jagadanda Kotim The Lord, through His plenary portion, enters into each and every universe to create the material manifestation. He also enters into each and every heart in all living entities and into each and every atom also. Paramanu Chayantarastam Because the Supreme Lord lives everywhere, He is known as Vasudeva. Although He lives everywhere within the material world, He is not contaminated by the, by the modes of nature. The Lord is therefore described in Ishopanishad as Apapa Vidam. He is never contaminated by the modes of material nature. When the Lord descends to this planet, He acts in many ways. He kills demons and performs acts not sanctioned by the Vedic principles, that is, acts considered sinful. Even though He acts in such a way, He is never contaminated by His action. He is therefore described herein as Shuddha, meaning always free from contamination. The Lord is also Sama, equal to everyone. In this regard, He states in Bhagavad Gita 9.29, Samohang Sarvabhuteshu Name Dvesho Stina Priyaha. The Lord has no one as His friend or enemy, and He is equal to everyone. The word Satvaya indicates that the form of the Lord is not material. It is Sachit Ananda Vigraha, Ishwarat Parama Krishna, Sachit Ananda Vigraha. His body is different from our material bodies. One should not think that the Supreme Personality of Godhead has a material body like ours. Text 43. The great sage Maitreya continued, <clears throat> My dear Vidura, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the protector of surrendered souls, being thus addressed by the Prachetas, worshipped by them and worshipped by them, replied, May whatever you have prayed for be fulfilled. After saying this, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose prowess is never defeated, left. The Prachetas were unwilling to be separated from Him because they had not seen Him to their full satisfaction. Purport The word Anapavarga Vira Anapavarga Virya is significant in this verse. The word Ana means without. Pavarga means the materialistic way of life. And virya means prowess. 
the prowess of the Supreme Personality of Godhead always contains six basic opulences, one of which is renunciation. Although the Prachetas desired to see the Lord to their full satisfaction, the Lord left. According to Srila Jiva Goswami, this is an exhibition of His kindness to innumerable other devotees. Although He was attra being attracted by the Prachetas, He left. This is an example of His renunciation. This renunciation was also exhibited by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when He stayed with Advaita Prabhu after taking sannyas. All the devotees there wanted Him to stay a few days longer, but the Lord, but Lord Chaitanya left without hesitation. The conclusion is that although the Supreme Lord has unlimited kindness for His devotees, He is not attached to anyone. He is equally kind to His innumerable devotees all over the creation. Text 44 <clears throat> Thereafter, all the prachetas emerged from the waters of the sea. They then saw that all the trees on land had grown very tall, as if to obstruct the path to the heavenly planets. These trees had covered the entire surface of the world. At this time, the prachetas became very angry. Purport King Prachinavarishad left his kingdom before his sons arrived after their execution of penance and austerity. The sons, the Prachetas, were ordered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead to come out of the water and go to the kingdom of their father in order to take care of that kingdom. However, when they came out, they saw that everything had been neglected due to the king's absence. They first observed that food grains were not being produced and that there were no agricultural activities. Indeed, the surface of the world was practically covered by very tall trees. It seemed as though the trees were determined to stop people from going into outer space to reach the heavenly kingdoms. The Prachetas became very angry when they saw the surface of the globe covered in this way. They desired that the land be cleared for crops. It is not a fact that jungles and trees attract clouds and rain because we find rainfall over the sea. Human beings can inhabit any place on the surface of the earth by clearing jungles and converting land for agricultural purposes. People can keep cows and all economic problems can be solved in that way. We need only work to produce grains and take care of the cows. The wood found in the jungles may be used for constructing cottages. In this way, the economic problem of humanity can be solved. At the present moment, there are many vacant lands throughout the world, and if they are properly utilized, there will be no scarcity of food. As far as rain is concerned, it is the performance of yajna that attracts rain. 
as stated in, in Bhagavad Gita 3.14, Anad bhavanti bhutani parjanyad anasambhavaha yajnyad bhavadika parjanyo yajna karma samudbhavaha. All living bodies subsist on food grains, which are produced from rains. Rains are produced by performance of yajna, sacrifice, and yajna is born of prescribed duties. By performing sacrifice, man will have sufficient rainfall and crops. Text 45 My dear King, at the time of devastation, Lord Shiva emits fire and air from his mouth out of anger. To make the surface of the earth completely treeless, the Pachetas also emitted fire and air from their mouths. Purport In this verse, Vidura is, is addressed as Rajan, which means O King. In this regard, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur comments that a dhira never becomes angry because he is always situated in devotional service. Advanced devotees can control their senses. Therefore, a devotee can be addressed as Rajan. A king controls and rules in various ways among citizens. Similarly, one who can control his senses is the king of his senses. He is a Swami or Goswami. The Swamis and Goswamis are therefore sometimes addressed as Maharaj or King. Text 46 After seeing that all the trees on the surface of the earth were being turned to ashes, Lord Brahma immediately came to the sons of King Barishman and pacified them with words of logic. Purport Whenever there is some uncommon occurrence on any planet, Lord Brahma, being in charge of the whole universe, immediately comes to control the situation. Lord Brahma also came when Hiranyakashipu underwent severe penances and austerities and made the whole universe tremble. A responsible man in any establishment is always alert to keep peace and harmony within the establishment. Similarly, Lord Brahma is also allowed to keep peace and harmony within this universe. He consequently pacified the sons of King Barishman with good logic. And that brings us to 747 and we will stop here and take up text 30, 47 next, next tomorrow. Hare Krishna. So now we'll wait for the Vaishnava devotees of the Lord to bring out their reflections for us to examine. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo.
Fatai. Rani Fatai. Now, who is Rani Fatai? Rani, that is Radhananda. Hare Krishna Radhananda Devi Dasi. She gave a little gift of like a rabbit giving a flower. Rabbit giving a flower. Thank you very much. I'll take it. This is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Jai Ho Maharaj, my humble obeisances to all assembled devotees. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. All glories to His Divine Grace. Hare Krishna. And here is one from Rati Manjri. Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj, thank you for keeping the wisdom stream flowing daily in all directions. Hmm. I will listen to this one later as I have a friend over for dinner. Hmm. My humble obeisances to you and all the devotees. Hare Krishna, thanks for keeping in touch, Rati. Hare Bo. Dialogora. Dialogora, Hare Bo. Jai Maharaj. Hare Bo, Hare Bo. Sudevi Dasi. Let me guess. Hare Krishna. She also said Maharaj. <laughs> anyway, she's fixed. Hare Krishna, Devi Dasi. Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Getting close to Christmas. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Here's one. Dialogora again. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. A wonderful insight from Srimad Bhagavatam 43041. Mm. If one seriously accepts if one seriously accepts the lotus feet of the Lord, he is purified by the grace of the Lord and by the grace of the Lord's servant. Yes. So this is the symptom of one who, whose heart is purified. He can accept the grace of the Lord. And the whole Vedic system of culture and social organization is meant to uh, promote the uh, submissiveness to authority. Now in the world, uh, the whole atmosphere, as Prabhupada told, says in his purports in this Kali Yuga, the whole atmosphere is surcharged with opposition. So it's very difficult to sp spread pure Krishna consciousness. There's so much opposition. And even within the assembled devotees, because of misbehavior of some devotees and uh, misapplication of the principles in Srila Prabhupada's books, there is opposition and dissension. So there's only one solution, and that's to actually follow our founder Acharya in our own personal uh, behavior and character. Uh, we should see all living beings as belonging to Krishna, as a part and parcel of Krishna. This is described by Krishna himself in the Bhagavad Gita. Yajjyatvat na punar moham 
evam yasyasi pandava yena bhutanyasheshani drakshasyat manyato mayi. When one has actually received this knowledge from the spiritual master, then he no longer becomes deluded by the material energy because he sees every living being as a part and parcel of the Supreme. Or in other words, Krishna says, they're mine. So if you see all living beings, especially the Vaishnava devotees of the Lord, but all living beings as parts of Krishna and belonging to Krishna, and therefore being dear to Krishna, we will not be able to abuse anyone else. That is actually the solution to all of our problems, collectively and individually, to, to apply the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita into our own character, our own behavior, our own relationships, It's there. It's clear. There's no ambiguity in Srila Prabhupada's instructions. But the Kali Yuga means that uh, submissiveness is uh, is difficult to find. Yes. So we pray to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he uh, continues to purify us and so that we can act towards one another properly, towards everyone in the world properly, so that we can satisfy Krishna and get that mercy that will allow us to be submissive to His instructions. The Bhagavad Gita, Hare Krishna. He also adds, and also by taking shelter of the spiritual master, one is immediately purified, however lowborn he may be. Yes. Again, the same principle. Submission to authority. And then in reference to the comments you were making, he says, I had some insight into this on book distribution, practicing seeing others as a soul. Yes. It works in every circumstance, in every to every person. We have one from Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Yes, Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Today I heard that Adira never becomes angry because mm. he is always situated in devotional service. Advanced devotees can control their senses. Therefore, a devotee can be addressed as Rajan. After coming up from the water, the Prachetas became, became angry also. Um, the Prachetas became angry even though they were very much Krishna conscious. Why did this happen? Because the rule is not to become angry if we are uh, abused or um, that's not the right word to use especially nowadays uh, if we are offended or, or if someone disrespects us personally we should not become we should be neutral we should become uh, we should not become angry but if we see another Vaishnava or the Lord being abused then we must become angry 
So the Prachetas came out and their duty, they were going to be the kings. So their duty was to protect the citizens. And they saw that that the earth had been... I'm not sure if they were actually conscious that their father had left and gone to the forest. And so there was no king, you know, in on the seat, on the throne, managing things. I'm not sure about that. It doesn't say that in the, in the text. But the effect was there. And because they were so elevated by their devotional activities and austerities and penances that they saw that this was not good and therefore they became angry and cleared the earth from all of those huge trees so that agriculture could be done and the people could get food. Hare Krishna. They were not feeling like that because somebody had offended them. Hare Krishna. She also says, Yesterday, two Bhagavad Gita distributed after duty by your mercy. Thank, thank you so much for giving me a chance to serve Srila Prabhupada by book distribution. Sometimes I feel it's very hard and difficult to distribute, but whenever people accept the books, I feel the Lord's mercy. Yes. Yes. That mercy that you feel is the, according to Srila Prabhupada, is the embrace of Lord Chaitanya. Hare Krishna. And we heard about that in the reading today, the difference between the Goshtyanandi and the Bhajananandi. And even when we get old, like myself, and we can't travel anymore. I traveled for 50 years, or almost 50 years. Traveled everywhere, did so many things. But when we, when, at some point, we have to slow down. You know, even Prabhupada at the end, he had to slow down. And then, but now we have this wonderful facility the internet and we're able to preach and broadcast the glories of the Lord through the Srimad, reading of Srimad Bhagavatam to all corners of the world taking advantage of the uh, facility given to us by the Lord the mercy Hare Krishna so keep up this good work of uh, trying to give people you know, Prabhupada's books. And don't ever become discouraged because many people won't take. That is natural. Hare Krishna. Here's one from Bhakti Detlef. Yes, Bhakti Detlef. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you again and again for your daily reading. I was only able to listen to the last five minutes, so I cannot ask a related question. May I ask something that has nothing to do with today's reading? Okay. Sounds like a loaded question, but yeah, go ahead. Sure. Why not? Well, in the meantime, this one's from Subarao, Raji Gopalan. Oh, I see. He didn't ask it. No. He, did, he didn't ask He's it. He's going yet. to ask it. He's going to ask it, yeah. Okay, Subhavarao, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings, Maharaj. One of the many gems which stood out for me is from 4.30.39. People training to become devotees should be respectful not only to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but also to those who are elderly in knowledge, who are Aryans, 
and actual devotees of the Lord. An Aryan is one who does not boast, but is an actual devotee of the Lord. Mm. Aryan means advanced. Formerly, those who claimed to be Aryans had to be devotees of the Lord. Humility is being emphasized in this purport by Srila Prabhupada, as told by Sri Krishna in 13.9, Amanitvam Adamitvam, mm. Humility, Pridelessness, Daily Readings Ki Jai. Yes. Knowledge begins with humility, but it also ends with humility. Only the difference is, as a devotee advances, humility becomes deeper. One becomes more and more humble by the process of devotional service. And the emblem of the most advanced devotional service is Shimati Radharani, thank you, Gohari. And what does she think? She thinks that everyone else is a devotee except for her. That is called dhanya or utter humility. So in the Bhagavad Gita, 13th chapter, Krishna uh, begins the items that, that constitute knowledge with humility. And at the end of that purport, Srila Prabhupada uh, makes the statement, knowledge begins with humility. But we find out as we go further in devotional service and knowledge that that humility is meant to go so deep that we think everyone else is better than us. And then there'd be no abuse. If we're actual hum, hum, actually humble and in knowledge, we will not abuse anyone. There's a lot of talk now about different kinds of abuse that have gone on in our movement in some places, especially uh, especially to children and, and women uh, and elderly people. So this is the solution to actually become uh, humble by accepting the instructions of Krishna absolutely into our character, our behavior, our thinking, our feeling, our willing, and our actions. And if we don't do that, then we will become, we'll get the reaction, for sure. And the only way to become free from those reactions is to beg forgiveness to those persons we've offended. And if we're not willing to do that, that means the humility is not there, that means the knowledge is not there, and one's life will become very complicated in a negative sense. Hare Krishna. Dr. Detlef? Yes, Dr. Detlef. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Do you think it is appropriate to turn popular songs into bhakti songs by either changing the lyrics or by laying the Maha Mantra on the well-known melody? I will try to send you an amateurish example of what I am talking about, if I may. Hare <laughs> Hare Krishna. It's not necessary. It's not bad. But it's not necessary. You know, we should offer the prayers uh, of the great souls. And that way we learn how to offer prayers to the Lord. 
we should we should chant the maha mantra in the tunes that the great souls have have chanted it's not that we can just whimsically use any tune or with any instruments and keep the uh, attention focused on the holy name the holy name is uh, absolute Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur sometimes would organize the kirtans in such a way that the devotees who had the least musical ability would lead the kirtans just so that people would concentrate on the name and not on, not on the music, musical sound of the, of, the, of the voice. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm not condemning it. I'm just saying it's not necessary. The best thing is to chant Hare Krishna in the melodies that we've heard from the great souls. Hare Krishna. And last is a glorification of Subhrao Rajagopal. She's um, glorifying uh, Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Oh. Hare Krishna, all glories to your effort, Mataji. You must have distributed more than 700 books, I guess, in this year. What is the count, Mataji? Thank you. <laughs> nice. Everyone has a different capacity. Everyone has different abilities. And we should use those in the service of the Lord by trying to distribute the truth. We got one more from Abhai Prabhu. Oh, Abhai Das Brahmachari. Haribo, you're on the other end now, huh? It says, Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Glad to be tuning in again. After a few days away, I like the point about how although no one is perfect in glorifying the Lord, if we offer prayers with mm. our heart and soul to the best of our capacity, that is our perfection. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Yes, absolutely true. Thank you very much for your reflections and keep tuning in. We miss you, but we will be connected by this process of hearing, chanting together. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for your wonderful reflections. As usual, they're... they're very satisfying to hear again and again, even though we've just heard them. The gems that come out of Prabhupada's purports, we hear them again. And it helps us to fix them in our minds, to understand them uh, thoroughly, and uh, to apply them into our own lives. Thank you so much. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samaveda bhakta vrinda ki jai. Gaur premanandi hari hari bo. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic as the activities of the Prachetas continue. Hare 